Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Tracks for the Game Boy. Tracks was developed by HAL Laboratories and released by them in Japan in January of 1991. It was then released worldwide by Electro Brains in September of 1991. All right. Not a long wait. No. Now, Electro Brains was a video uh, game publisher. I think it's just Electro Brain. Uh, it should be Brains, <laughs> but it is. It is Electro Brain. Uh, they were a publisher from Salt Lake City, Utah. Okay. Uh, they, they didn't develop any games. They just published them from 90 to 98. Right on. It, it's a very weird mix of games. Okay. Um, none of them are particularly popular from what I can tell. Uh, they are things like Best of the Best Championship Karate for Sega Genesis. Okay. Mousetrap Hotel on Game Boy. Metal Masters there as well. I think they did. Oh, wow. they, they imported One Fist of the North Star game. Woof. Okay. Is that uh, a, for, the NES one? No, that was Game Boy. Ten Big Brawls for the King of the Universe. <laughs> okay. You know, they had things like uh, on Super Nintendo... Tony Mayola's Sidekicks Soccer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, on NES, do you remember Eliminator Boat Duel? Uh, yes. I never played it, but I recall the title. That's about the only one I, I recognize from their list. <laughs> right on. More importantly, though, how Laboratories. Yeah. Yeah. Who'd have thunk it? Now, uh, the music in this game, it was done by Hirohiko Takayama. Okay. And he's got a couple uh, notable things about him. One. He has uh, done the music for two games that we both like a lot, mm -hmm. or one for you, Friday the 13th for NES. Okay, yeah. And my beloved uh, Ghostbusters 2 for Game Boy. Oh, sure, yeah. The one good Ghostbusters game. It's out there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he also has the distinction of being the only person to ever program for this specific chip that was Japan only called the N163 chip. Okay. It was a Namco design chip, even though they actually never used it. But it basically gave the NES eight more audio channels. Oh, wow. On top of what they already had. And he's the only person to, ev to ever use that chip and use all eight channels. Oh, cool. Both on games that never released the United States, of course. Of course. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, apparently from what I understand, it, the sound it gives it, it makes it more like in, in uh, line with the arcade games of the time. So just a, a richer, fuller sound. Absolutely. Yeah, I can, can totally imagine that. But if you do get a chance to check any of those out, do so. It is pretty interesting. Yeah, definitely. Well, Nick, what kind of game is Trax? Well, sir, this is a an overhead uh, action shooter, I guess. It's a... Uh... I guess you could say it's kind of a shooter. It's more like a commando or jackal style. It's not auto-scrolling. Now, tank combat game is what we yes, are. Yes, yes. In this game, there is no jump. No, sir. You're playing on a Game Boy. You have two buttons. You have your movement with the D-pad. Mm -hmm. You have one button that fires your tank gun. And then uh, the most interesting part of this game is that the A button is then used to rotate the turret of your tank so that not only do you shoot forward, 
you can actually shoot in any of the eight directions. That's right. Um, it's a lot of fun. You get a lot of strafing action, which you know I'm a, a big proponent of. Yeah, same. And uh, it, it, it works pretty well. Yeah, although we should mention it only rotates clockwise. Correct. So this is a, an instance where if you do have a turbo button, it certainly helps out. Yeah, because each press of the button rotates at a certain degrees or whatever. Now, this game is not just about shooting your normal tank and driving forward. Uh, one thing that's really cool is that the maps themselves are, you know, kind of, uh, I don't know what the term is, but you don't just go straight up and down. Sometimes you go to the left, to the right. Yeah, yeah. And then what also makes this game interesting is that you have weapon upgrades. Oh, definitely. And there are four different uh, guns you can pick up. Is that correct? Yeah, kind of. I mean, there's, uh, as the manual calls them, weapons items. There's four, but one of them is less a gun that you pick up. It's just a bomb you shoot, the big boy. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And it'll it'll explode everything nearby. And the big boy does look like a bomb. That's its icon. Yeah, classic uh, cannonball with a fuse type bomb. It is not a precocious youngster in overalls with a uh, <laughs> slingshot in its back pocket. That's a whole different big boy. In, in many ways, big boy never left, sir. It's many ways. Still offering the same high quality meals at competitive pricing. Hey, they still do. Uh, I was there about a month ago. So, oh, right. It's been a wow. It's been a long time for me, but it is. Uh, it's a, you know, I went there a lot with my, my mom as a kid. So I go there with my kids every once in a while. Now it's me and my daughter's place. Oh, cool. So, in addition to the big boy, we have some real guns. Yeah. We've got the piercing bullet. Yeah, these are your classic kind of slower but more powerful and projectile. They go through everything on the screen, right? Uh, pretty much. I think there are some rocks type hmm. terrain all that might block it, but it'll it'll keep going through enemies for sure. Right, all the enemies. Uh, then you have the double turrets. Yeah, which shoots out from you know whichever direction your your turret is facing, it shoots that direction and the opposite direction. So it covers your six. Yeah, or your side or wherever. It's it's yeah. it's actually way more handy than you would imagine. And in this type of game where you can rotate the turret, it's pretty nice. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but finally, we have my favorite. Oh sure, yeah. Of the weapons, the tri bomb. Yeah, it's a kind of a three shot spread where you get one straight and. You get uh, some angles, you know, to the left and right of that bullet. Yep, your classic spread. But to be honest with you, all of these are great. They're they're all useful, and I never felt bad about picking up one that I I didn't have. Yeah, it was tough to ever choose. Like they're they're all good and useful. When I would have a power up and see another, it'd be hard not to just pick it up out of <laughs> habit, I guess. Or mm -hmm. I was never like disappointed. Like oh, now I'm I'm rocking the the double turrets or the big boy. Yeah. Now, in addition to those uh, weapon items. You can also pick up gasoline canisters, your classic jerry can. Yeah, which, you know, we should say is your your fuel is kind of your life meter. Yeah, which is another great thing about this game. It is not one hit kill. Yeah, thank goodness. Uh, you can take a few hits and you find that gasoline restocks you right up to the top. And then finally, we have the one up, which is kind of a weird looking. I guess it looks like the tank turret. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> and it just gives you, you know, one more player, which is useful. So in this game, uh, you start with, is it three lives? Yes, three lives. And infinite continues. Yeah, which makes this quite a breezy game. Yeah, that and especially coupled with the kind of Wizards and Warriors style, you respawn right where you died immediately. So it's very forgiving. Indeed. And now there's one other thing we should talk about, which uh, sadly I don't think either of us got to experience, but this game yeah. also has multiplayer. 
Yeah, up to four. I know, man. That's awesome. I know. Yeah. From what I've seen, it is more of a uh, arena style combat game. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But that is pretty amazing. Agreed, man. I bet it's a lot of fun. Mm hmm. Well, Nick, this is a HAL Laboratories game, but released uh, in America by Electro Brain Singular. <laughs> did they uh, do a good job with this manual? I think they did a fine job. Um, it is a very brief manual. It is only 11 pages. It is black and white with some screenshots, you know, but but no real artwork. Now, you do have the cover art, which I think is funny because it, it definitely tries to put more of a sci-fi slant on the action. Sure, yeah. And, you know, it does highlight your your tank, which is very interestingly made of kind of five orbs. <laughs> it's a, it's a circular spherical tank with a very turret. You know? Kirby-esque HAL Laboratories. You might say. Uh, but my favorite thing about the cover is that if you look in the background, there is a helicopter that has uh, scorpion claws. Yeah, pretty awesome. <laughs> I don't think that's in the game. I, well, I mean, it is, but I, I never took it as scorpion claws. Yeah, yeah. So... And then like some sort of horse tank. That's the other thing on the cover that cracks I, me I up. think that's the – there's a boss that's kind of a dragon tank. Oh, yeah. That's I, what that is. I think that might be because it's got a little wing, but I don't oh, know. Oh, that's there. a wing. Yeah, that's great. Okay. It's, so back – Yeah, barely a wing, but <laughs> so, – uh, Does the manual give you the deep backstory and lore that you need from tracks? Uh, yes, it does, my friend. Um, it's it's oh. an interesting little preview, I guess, of the story because – it, it doesn't even really tell you where you are. It just says the setting is a quiet village in the country where you are invaded by the neighboring Republic of Akuda or Akuda. Those darn Akudans. Yeah. So they take over and eventually the freedom loving folk have a rebellion and they use this old uh, a tank so creaky its treads have been replaced with rubber tires and its turret will only turn to the right. So it's your oh, mission – yeah. So that's actually kind of funny that there is a story reason for it in the game. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, you know, you got to battle these evil Akudans to free your nameless country. Man, I, that makes me like the game even more. Like, I really enjoy the idea that you are like this uh, freedom fighter trying to take on the man with your 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 lonely, outdated tank. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a fun conceit. But yeah, I, and as far as the manual goes, it's... You know, there's not a lot to describe about this game, so it does everything, you know, your controls, items. You know, you do get a, a brief enemy section as well as a stage preview. And, you know, some, of course, how to use the multi-tap, or not multi-tap, whatever, the game link cable and stuff for the multi-game. It's the four-player adapter, my friend. Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I still have mine. Oh, nice. We'll talk about it more when we cover F1 Racer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm guessing with that short page count, no notes page? Nope, no notes page. All right. You get a warranty page, however. So, Nick, what was your personal history with tracks for the Game Boy? I didn't have any history with tracks for the Game Boy. However, I did have some history with Trex the Autobot. Okay. 
His function is a warrior. He is a blue Corvette that transforms into, uh, you know, his robot. His quote is, looking good is what life is all about. He's called a lousy earth lover by some fellow Autobots because he prefers his sleek earth car. And did you know that that car can go up to 280 miles per hour? That's pretty insane, actually. Yeah, it's a... A figure I had, it was one of the early, uh, uh, as much as I loved him, kind of disappointing in that he only had elbow joints. But mm. So that's my history with tracks. <laughs> I, I do remember seeing this box, I think. It is a striking image of that, that ball tank. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. But again, I also never played this game. I don't recall ever even hearing about it. I remember, you know, this was a an Eric suggestion. So I was like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> so Nick, what was your more recent experience with tracks? The game, not your <laughs> transform. I beat this game. Uh, I did use a little bit of save stating towards the end, but mm-hmm. n- you know, not really a whole lot. It's pretty short. So I was able to beat it in just two sittings. Yeah. I beat it in one sitting. I was like, I just rolled right through. I think I spent maybe an hour. I mean, not even, probably less than an hour, but I'm with you. Uh, I save stated between levels, not necessary at all until the uh, end of the game. And I think if you played it twice, like you may never even have to do it there. You, you could just probably power sure. through if you know what you're doing. I This game, I feel like you could easily beat in under a half hour. Yeah. You know, now, according to the Let's Play, I have pulled up uh, 20 minutes. <laughs> Right, friends, this is it, the general chat portion of our show. And I would just like to start by saying that this game is a wonderful, light and breezy Game Boy game. I feel like it is the <laughs> epitome of what a Game Boy game should be. Uh, sure, if it's easy to kind of pick up and play, nothing too crazy or complex about it. But as I was saying, you know, any game you can beat on a short car ride or some short trip, you know, something that's under half an hour to me was the perfect kind of Game Boy game. It's like, oh, I'll beat this, I'll beat Turtles. Oh, we're yeah. at grandma's. Perfect. Yeah, they're like the bite-sized candy bars of, mm-hmm. <laughs> of gaming. And I did enjoy the music in this game. It's pretty good. It's not like the the best, but it does yeah. get it does get buried under a lot of pew pews and explosions. Yeah, you'll have that. And I do like the graphics. They're cute. They're simple enough that uh, everything is very clear and distinct. I just wish there was more enemies. Yeah, there's yeah, there's not a huge variety. There's a kind of almost uh, utilitarian. You know, this is a truck. I can tell what it is and before I blow it up. So, you know, it's, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Same for the, you know, the kind of the play control, too, is very, you, you can't do a lot, but you what you can do, you can do uh, easily and accurately. Yeah, I loved the, I mean, I would say I love the play control, but I did really enjoy that it was just very snappy. It never felt mushy or weird. You know, if you're going normal speed, you really had excellent control over the turret. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it really, it really kind of made me long for... I was like, man, if you could rotate both ways, what would that be like? I would like to see that, you know? Yeah, <laughs> a future tracks with shoulder buttons. Yeah. That would be awesome. Another thing I really liked about this game was the destructive buildings. Yeah, there's a lot. I would say the majority of the terrain is destroyable. It gives you yeah. a kind of rampage-like delight. Especially in the, like, the last level or two. Like It just feels wonderful to just be destroying everything in your path. It's, it's great. And it, it's kind of a, unusual for the Game Boy as well. Yeah, I would say it would be nice if there were some 
more stuff like hidden in there to give you other reason other than just casual obliteration of or, or property damage. I agree. Even uh, as as much as we make fun of points in certain games, you know, uh, something to entice me to go over into those areas I destroyed. Yeah, would be nice. Yeah. But uh, this is a game I really wish I would have known about in 91. It's, it feels like the very kind of game I would have uh, loved to have on the system, especially sure, being yeah. the owner of a uh, a multi-tap, the, the four-player game adapter. Yeah, yeah what a, oh, man, if only. Because that, that seems to me something truly that special that this game has to offer, you know? For sure, for sure. And, you know, as much as uh, we have praised it for its brevity, you know, it did leave me wanting some more. You know, I wouldn't have minded a couple more levels or, you know, something. Yeah. I don't it know. only has four levels. I feel like six is probably the sweet spot here. I would have definitely liked two more for sure. It's not a two more. It is not. <laughs> uh, the other thing I really liked was you get some little tiny cutscenes at the beginning and, and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You get a little, you know, we're not the looking cute, well animated. Yeah. Not looking for a. Super deep story here, so you know it brings you in nicely. Yeah, I mean, I think my biggest complaint about this game is I wish it was longer. Yeah, it's it's strange. It's a, it's a bit of a tease, definitely. All right, here we are in the level by level portion of our show. And as we stated before, this game has four levels, starting with level one, the grassland. What is nice about the beginning of this level is you burst out of your hiding place or the storage area that this tank was in. Yeah. And, you know, right away, you've got lots of tanks are coming at you. You're going to see trucks, you know, some boulders. There are dark boulders that you can destroy, but there are will Run up against some lighter ones later that, that are invincible, essentially. And then there are enemy tanks that look similar to yours. Mm -hmm. uh, there are there's like these orbs on the ground that are like depots of some sort. It's usually where you'll find the, the weapons. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, right away after a short period, you start moving to the right. And that lets you know you're not always going to be shooting straight up. You got to go left, right. You never know which direction you're going to be. Yeah. And, you know, it's the terrain has got little. Sometimes there are rivers and bridges and things to, you know, break it up a bit. But for the most part, you never have to go outside of one screen, which is nice. Like if you're going to the left, the screen caps at the top and bottom. If you're going up, the screen caps at the left and right side. Sure. Yeah. You don't have to worry about too much stuff coming in from like secret areas or whatnot. But as you progress to this first level, they do start putting enemies behind you. That's right. And, you know, I, I do want to say, man, I think I misspoke earlier when we were talking about the big boy. I was thinking of mines. Oh, OK. The big boy is actually it kind of does a almost like a spiral, not a spiral, but kind of like the F in the first Contra where it's a mm -hmm. circular kind of a, a very tight one. But it's a, a very powerful explosive that, that keeps on trucking. Yeah, I tried to have this a lot of times when I would get to bosses if I could. Yeah, for sure. And uh, the first boss, you know what? I take it back now that I see it. Those are uh, claws that this helicopter has. Yeah, yeah. It comes down and it can fire a few projectiles, but it, one of its main attacks is shooting its helicopter blade off and you must dodge it as it returns a kind of circular boomerangy path to said Scorpocopter. Now, I think I think you can, if you shoot the helicopter blade, you can bounce it back. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I, I mostly just avoided it. Now, that is another uh, thing I will knock the game for is it doesn't do a great job of telling you when you've hit when you're hurting a boss. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just kind of going at it usually. But what I do like is that, you know, and then I, I forgot to mention this in our general chat, but 
there is some really nice subtle animations like when you shoot your tank like there is you you see the 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 recoil yeah on the you top do of it. get a little the turret kind of pushes back a bit and the explosions for the smaller vehicles are good but the explosions for the bosses are great yeah there's some big explosions kind of you know there is a certain how kirby-ish vibe to everything that you know in oh, a yeah. good way when those when the boss explodes, it bl- explodes in a shower of explosions, clouds, and then stars pop out. Sure, yeah, yeah, giving you like the full multitudinal layer that is very Kirby esque. So you beat that uh, helicopter, and turns out it was just a mini boss. Yeah, there's still more tanks to be destroyed. It will bump up against some uh, an interesting four way turret tank that shoots in four directions simultaneously. But for the most part, it's just more of the same, blowing up houses and stuff. But what's nice is that uh, usually before the big boss, you know you're there because they top you off on health and let you ch- choose your 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 weapon going into the, the big boss fight. Yeah, because there is kind of, uh, there'll be a power-ups that it just is scrolling through all four of your, your weapons. So yeah. You choose your weapon wisely. And you should because this first boss is a big one. It is the aforementioned dragon tank. Yeah, yeah, which is a, a neat-looking tank. It's got a, a kind of dragon head that'll fly off and attack you, some some very dark wings. It has six large orbular tires as well. Mm-hmm. It has two, like, punching glove-style hands that also shoot out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you mention the head? Does it, did you mention the head shooting off as well? Yeah, yeah, and it does. It swings out after you. Uh, really pretty easy. To I was going to say, it sounds honest. hard with all the things we said, but you can destroy its projectiles. Which is key, yes. Yeah, so if you just avoid it and shoot it at an angle, which you can do in this game, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can blow that thing up pretty quickly. And when you do, they immediately move you to stage two, the desert, which at the beginning does not look deserty at all. No, you're in kind of a high-tech-looking area, base, perhaps. Uh, You've got to fight some... I, I thought of them as hover tanks. Yeah, they're kind of round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I do want to shout out this uh, thing I noticed that I love is the 8-bit Air Force death symbol. I don't know if you ever noticed that on the ground of this area. Sure. It's like a skull with some wings kind of coming out. Yeah. I was like, that's awesome. Like, I I need that on a shirt. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The beginning, it seems to be some sort of armory or something because you'll see lots of immobile tanks that you can destroy. Yeah. Don't don't be afraid because most of these tanks are not going to shoot you. They're just sitting there. But of course, there's always one or two like hiding. Yeah, they'll uh, come out and get you. This is the first level also where besides the hover tanks, you see the robots. Yeah, they're kind of weird look. I, I, it looks like they're like a if they're a humanoid robot, it was viewing them from directly above. So you can see the, the arms to the left and right kind of swinging as they move. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought was going on there. As well as we'll see, I believe the I, I believe the manual calls them Cobra trucks, which are a kind of. A semi-truck with two turrets on the side. Yes. Not to be confused with the Hiss tanks from right. the evil organization Cobra. I'd love to fight some fight some uh, Hiss tanks in this bad boy. So you've got those, and you also have the uh, helicopters. The mini helicopters make their first appearance here as well. Yeah, which again, you know, uh, look really good for being a, a tiny little sprite. They're very, um, you can tell exactly what they are, you know? Yeah, to me, I, the thing I liked about the graphics is that they are... Everything is is fairly simple, but they all have some really fun animations, like like the truck with the turrets you talked about. Yeah, those turrets fold out, and when they fire, there's recoil on them. So everything has like a little little something extra for you. 
Yeah, it's, it's there's a certain elegance to the simplicity. Really, it's high, you have, high quality, done well. Indeed, and then you have your first uh, mini boss here, and lo and behold, it's another tank, very similar to yours. Yeah, you can engage it, but after you start fighting it a bit, it will explode and then enlarge, embiggen, if you will. Yeah, Super Sentai style. You thought the fight was over, but no, they've just gotten giant now. Yeah. Um, and that really doesn't make this battle any harder. Not really. It eats up some of your area of fire. You know, you got to be careful dodging it now, but it's a, such a big target. It's even kind of easier in a way to just blast it apart. Yeah, the real key factor with that is you just need to make sure you are strafing around it and you have the your toggle, your angles going right for the gun. Sure, yeah. And then, you know, we, we've actually made our way out into the desert by now. And then after that, you'll cross kind of a bridge and then you'll be in an area with some... At first, I thought they might be craters, but maybe they're like a mesa or something. Or... Yeah, I think they're like little mesas because you can't go over them. Right, and they block your shots, so... Yeah. Uh, and then you get to the boss. And what a what an interesting boss this is. Yeah. You're back in a kind of high-tech area where you're fighting. It's a, it's a big mech, I guess, or robot. Yeah, it is a giant mech. Looks pretty cool, but it, it's kind of a goofy... Well, whoever's like... in, piloting this mech, I think it's their first time. Because <laughs> they're, having, they're having trouble controlling it. And every couple steps, it falls over. Yeah, it's it's pretty goofy looking it's pretty funny i mean the mech itself isn't goofy looking it's its actions are like it could be yeah. menacing in the hands of maybe a a seasoned pilot sure yeah <laughs> uh but whoever's running it right now they don't know what they're doing and uh the the things you got to watch out for is it can fall on you that is a danger that's a big hit yeah and it can hit you with its arms as it's moving but you know it, it's so slow that you can really outmaneuver it very easily Definitely. And, you know, again, it's a big target, so it's easy to pump it full of lead. Mm -hmm. Well, once you've fed it a lead salad, <laughs> uh, you get to move on to the third stage, the mountain cave. Yeah, which is a little little trickier here because you have a more finite area to travel in that's full that's right. of enemies. And there's you're kind of blocked by, I guess, cliff faces to either mm -hmm. side or, you know, the sides of the cave. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh there's a lot of turrets in here, but the new the new enemy that really gets you is the drill tank. Yeah, they come tearing out of the walls, and they're, they're they're a little tricky because you know depending on where your turret's facing, it's hard to react to them in time if you're not already kind of facing them. Yeah, they really made me kind of like uh, start the creep in yeah, this area. Yeah. You got to really creep, and then there are also like some kamikaze bomb tanks that pop out in this area as well. Deadly foes, indeed. But you know what? You were right. It was a cavern. Uh, I mean, it was a a chasm you are in because you do actually go into a cave that has even less room. Yeah. As the level yeah, progresses. That's right. You, which, you know, you get a, get a couple, like it's interesting. The floor has like some fossils in it and stuff at points. So yeah. Once you emerge from the cave though, well, then you have to fight possibly the most confusing enemy of all a giant ball. <laughs> I did not know when I was hurting this or not. So here's what happens. The ball comes out. It's giant. It can crush you. Yes. At some point, it stops and splits in two, either vertically or horizontally, depending on who knows what. And when it does that, uh, it shoots a barrage of missiles out. Now, yeah. the missiles, no problem. You can you can destroy those with your gun. The hard part is that you just have to stay out of its way because it leaves the screen and then roars back in. And you do want to watch out because, you know, if it hits you, that's it's like a two hit kill. It does almost 50 percent of your life meter damage. Yeah, it's a lot. 
the problem is, is that when it splits open, there's like a little orb inside of it. And I was never sure if I'm supposed to be hitting the inside orb or the main orb. Yeah, me either. I, I just kept shooting no matter what. <laughs> so, same here. Same here. So eventually we'll perish. It will. Um. So, yeah, I wish we had some concrete uh, something for you, but I'm going to go with the inner sphere. I was using the bomb one at this point, so it didn't really matter because it shoots through. Right. Like the right. explosions hit both. So just shoot it the whole time. Heck yeah. The, the key factor is stay out of its way. Yes, absolutely. And then, uh, you know, you can continue on your exploration of the valley. Now we get some, there's like some train tracks up on the cliffs with foes that can move along them as well as those. I feel like I've heard them called hedgehogs, but they're kind of like, uh, you know, we have three steel beams. Oh, yeah. The tank. Yeah. The beach stoppers. Yeah. 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 And it's fun because the track you mentioned at the top or the bottom of the screen, like you can't get there. So you can shoot things on it, but those things are, you know, on a whole nother plane. Yeah. Yeah. Now, once you go back inside the cave, things get pretty hairy because there's tracks everywhere. There are boulders blocking you and lots of enemies coming in from the front and back. Yeah. The toughest part about these caves is just the fact that you don't have a clear field of fire across the whole screen almost at any point. There's lots of obstacles. No. And this is where you're really going to master that rotation because you you have to be shooting at all angles through here. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I mean, every twist and turn in this cave is forcing you to reorientate yourself. Yes. Until you come to, well, the most deadly enemy you could ever find in a cave, is a giant a clown. <laughs> yeah, this is a weird, uh, weird boss because it's like a gross, creepy clown face. I mean, as they all are, but it uh -huh. also has like arms that come in from other parts of edges of the screen that will shoot throwing stars, I guess, say you. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the hands... Uh, also is holding a pair of scissors. Oh, sure. Okay. That tries to cut you. The the creepy clown head, uh, the clown has a skull on its hat, so you know it's evil. Yeah, yeah. Has a very elongated neck. It's some sort of robo-clown, I'm thinking. And it also has a giant prehensile tongue that it tries to get you with. Disgusting. All attacks are horrible and disgusting. And this is another one where I was like, do I just hit the face? Can I hurt the hands? Can I destroy them? Yeah, it's hard. I mean... I went for the head as much as I could. Same here. And, you know, we've mentioned before how it's like, well, I don't know where to hit. And, you know, so you're just kind of shooting at these various bosses, but none of them seem to have a ton of life. So they'll eventually just die, you know, as long as you keep your, your head about you and avoid the enemies. Yes. You destroy this creepy clown and you move on to stage four, the capital city. And man, the hits keep coming. The city looks great. Yeah. 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 Lots of small buildings and stuff, and then we get some new some motorcycles. So, you know, I'm going to revise my statement earlier. There are a pretty decent number of enemies in this game. It's just they throw so many at you per level that I felt like I guess I just kind of blanked out, you know? Yeah, well, and I mean, if you think of it as like for a game with only four stages, it does have a lot of enemies, but, <laughs> right, you know, there is only four. So. so the buildings in the city look awesome, and you can destroy all of them. But I really want to talk about these motorcycles because they look awesome. Yeah, they've got a couple different frames where they're like swooping in and turning and stuff. It, it looks cool. Yeah, they you can tell someone's a fan of Akira because these are very <laughs> futuristic motorcycles. They do a nice side sweep. Um, and for like the, what is it, like 12 pixels they're made out of? They look, they, you know it's a motorcycle and it looks cool and, and moves cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you also now have to fight these super tanks. Yeah, they're four-wheeled like yours kind of, but the, instead of a turret, it's kind of got a... a opening where missiles seem to come out and fire at you 
and all through this level the enemies are coming from every angle now the sides the back you just you name it like you just have mm-hmm. to be on your toes at all points and also man these motorcycles look cool i'm watching the video right now and i i <laughs> love how they look i forgot how how fun these motorcycles are i want a, a sequel where i can play as the motorcycle yeah i know i'd like to have some tiny vehicle combat for sure now you make your way through the city and you get to the first the mini boss here and it is a zeppelin yeah and it's a different kind of mini boss than you've been fighting before because you're not locked into one screen. You're still making your way through the city and it is dumping bombs. Yeah, you got to avoid the bomb. Lots of enemies are, are coming in and out of the screen, motorcycles and trucks, etc. while you're slowly. And this, firing. I would say, is now the hardest part of the game we've encountered so far because there are so many enemies coming out while you're avoiding those bombs. It is very hard to avoid everything. Sure, yeah. Eventually, you will catch up to the Zeppelin, which of course has a face. <laughs> And it shoots even larger bombs at you now. Yeah, uh, they're blasting down and you want to keep, uh, you know, just blow this thing up. But you start moving forward and you realize it wasn't the Zeppelin shooting the bombs. It's something else. Yeah, because they're large, like they just look like a big black metal orb that just crashes down and explodes. Yes. You make your way a little for- more forward and you see a giant sitting mech a statue yeah a statue what I was guess? that i don't know it's a strange <laughs> it is but right behind it what do you see why a tank like yours only hundreds of times its size yes so big in fact that you drive inside it yeah yeah uh and once you're inside it uh-oh remember that ball that we didn't know how to fight well it's back it's back baby and it's baller than ever in fact not only is it back all of the mini bosses you fought are now here in a mini boss rush. Yeah, so you fight the ball and then you move along to the growing tank, if you will. Mm-hmm. Just add water. Yeah, yeah. Shrinky dinks, but uh, yeah, you know. And nor- normally, I am not a huge fan of the boss rush. It's like, oh, it's just a way to make this last level harder. Yeah. But once you know the patterns for these mini bosses, it's not it's not hard. You can get through all of them. No, no. You fight the uh, clown you fight head the clown. again. That gross clown. Disgusting. Yeah. Uh, And then after the clown, you fight the scorpion helicopter. Yeah. After the scorpion helicopter, you fight the falling robot mech. (laughs) And then you are back in a level. You get to move forward and shoot a million parked tanks. Yep. Yep. Blow them all up just, you know, to be thorough. And then what waits you at the end? The final weird boss. Yes. And this boss is another mech, a mech that is not fighting you. But assembling tanks to fight you. You know, it's kind of behind this wall where, you know, again, it's putting the tanks out. But there are these, like, little tracks along the floor that are just like a line. There's a couple of them where sparks travel along that are emitted from its defense defensive wall or whatever. So you got to watch out for those. Yes, you do. And then you come to, you know, your kind of second encounter with that same boss where he – or mech. He's behind yeah, but- the wall and now has two – tanks for hands on his arms how dare he <laughs> it's it's obscene really yes but after defeating them he'll leave the screen and then come back sometimes with like a fan that i don't know what it does now the tanks on his arms they are one shoots a spread and i think one shoots a big bullet oh right on yeah uh i think the fan might push you back uh the one you really gotta watch out for is the the hammer form yeah, because he'll roll in with one huge arm with a giant hammer, and it will crush you. I, maybe in one hit, it's very powerful. Yeah, I don't. I think it's a two-hit kill. Yeah, it's it's just tough because you know you're restricted to the lower half of the screen, and he can reach almost all the way to the back. 
Yeah. Once you do destroy him, though, the hammer falls to the ground. Uh, it rolls over, and it apparently it was engraved with the phrase, give up on it. <laughs> Some great advice. You then get to see a great cutscene of that giant tank shooting you out of it. But yeah. your wheels pop out, and you land safely on the ground. The giant mech is also shot out of it, and uh, it chases you. But since that same pilot's in it, it will never catch you because it keeps falling over. Yeah, you get your the end while it's kind of chasing you to oblivion. In front of a beautiful black and white or green and green sunset (laughs) all right here we are in the final portion of our show the review portion and of course We use the classic Nintendo Power Review System that has four categories, each category a possible score from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound. I gave this a 3.0. Me too. Um, You know, it's pretty simple, kind of fair, but it's it's very well done. It's true. And actually, uh, you know, I think I'm bumping that up to a 3.5. Oh, okay. Because while they are simple, the flourishes on everything, all of the animations really, for me, knock it up that that 0.5 notch. Sure, sure. Uh, like you said, there's not a lot, but everything does look good, and it's never confusing, and it's just so charming across the board. Yeah, and you know, with only grayscale, you know, you only have you don't even really have colors. It's it's a good job of it, nothing was confusing or anything. So good on that. No. I just wish the music was a little more pronounced, but you yeah, know, yeah. what are you gonna do when it's a game of constantly shooting things? <laughs> yeah. Next up is play control, and I gave it a four Okay, I went with a 2.5, but I mean, you know, it asks so little of you, but everything is very spot on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, with what they had to, con- you know, they they don't force you to, I don't know, touch the select button to go the other direction or reverse it or anything weird. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was very happy that even though you canonically can only turn one direction because of the broken tank, right, everything is right. responsive enough that it never feels like you're handicapped. Yeah. Following that, we have Challenge Factor. I went with a 1.5 here. Yeah, uh, me too. This game is not hard at all. Uh, with the continues forever, you know, you can just tear through this game. And and that's not a bad thing. I think it's, it's yeah. one of those games where it, it feels good to be so so powerful and strong. Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, again, you respawn right where you died, so you don't have to replay anything, really. Correct. And then finally, we have theme and fun. Ooh, yes. I went with a 3.5. And I went 4.0. I really, really enjoyed this game. Yeah, it's 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 good stuff. It's fun. It's just kind of a tease. I wish there was a little more meat on that bone, you know? Agreed. But to me, this is everything a Game Boy game should be. Uh, yeah. Fun, quick, easy to jump in, easy to get out. Yeah, good stuff. And so I ask you at the end of every show, uh, and I will continue to do so until the end of uh, recorded time. Should you play this game? I think you should. I think it's it's so brief and fun. It's a just a fun little thing. It can be a time waster if you're bored or just a, a... Oh, yeah. I feel this is the epitome of hidden gem. Sure, yeah. Like, this is truly a game that a modern person could jump in, have fun with, and, you know, you can beat it in one, one sitting or two. It's not going to take up, you know, it's not something you have to devote yourself to learning the tricks of the trade. It's just yeah. in and out, and you'll have a blast. Yeah, yeah.
Next week's game will be Shatterhand for the Nintendo Entertainment System. So find a copy of that game any way you can and play along, friends. That is right, folks. And if you want to share your thoughts on tracks, the Transformer... Or any of your, what's your favorite Transformer? Did you have tracks? Were you too disappointed by his lack of shoulder joints in robot form? Let us know at cartridgecommand at gmail.com. Or you can get a hold of us at the Facebook at Cartridge Command. Uh, apologies if I sent you a weird message or asked you to be my friend. Uh, I think I got hacked, so I had to reset oh, everything no. and uh, disappoint my family members that I am unfriending them all because I don't keep any friends on Facebook. I use it only for podcasting. <laughs> but otherwise, I do respond to uh, you know any messages, queries, or questions we get on there when I see them. And uh, we also like to hear from you on the Twitterverse at Cart Command because they don't let you have the full name darn restrictions um and you know i'm not gonna lie we don't post there very often but if you do message (laughs) us on there we do find it so let us know if there's anything you want us to cover we love hearing from you guys and gals but truly it's those wonderful folks that give to us at patreon.com slash cartridge command that make this show possible you know it is uh their financial support that pays for our hosting fees all the little things we need any um problems fixes equipment you know we're just two working class guys and uh because of you all we we get to do this show and we really appreciate it so if you don't give consider giving a dollar any little bit helps that's right we appreciate every little donation we can get man you guys provide us with the energon we need to keep fighting the decepticons yes indeed the decepticons (laughs) so thank you all so very much and as always cartridge commandos game on Game Lang on and roll out. <laughs> yeah. Bowie transform. <laughs> transform and roll out. Uh what is that? Brana what ba weep, grana weep, ninny bong. Mm, yes. It's a universal greeting. It truly is. She's coming. <laughs> She's everywhere. <laughs> um what the hell is going this cat's killing me. Okay. <clears throat> oh okay. good god. You get a warranty page, however. Cat warranty. <sighs> About to cash it in, man. Jesus. Meow, meow. Well, she's she, asking for its favorite uh, cat food. It will not get it. It will only reward silence. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. Fingers crossed. Hopefully yeah. by next week, I'll be able to put the cat outside my room when we record. <laughs> That'd be great. And he's called a lousy earth. <laughs> oh, I wish you could have seen that the cat attack that happened on screen oh. there, folks at home. Stop. I wasn't born a cat murderer <laughs> about to shave off one of these nine lives, but you know, I definitely, you know, I was, I was pleasantly surprised. Is someone ringing like a bell noise? I think you are muted, sir. A quick apologies to our listeners. Uh, uh, on Nick's behalf, the cat noises on my behalf, apparently uh, my daughter's phone has been pinging in the background for who knows how long is her <laughs> friends group chat. It's been going off the rails. Oh, snap. So hopefully we didn't drive you too crazy. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh. You crazy cat. Just lay in my lap, huh? Silently. Goodbye. Ugh.